Oh man, are you gonna? Uh, do you want to jump on and watch the stream? Because I'm actually about to put in uh, this the this week the, the the this week Blake replacement image. Oh no! Here, actually, hold on. <laughs> and okay, there we okay. go. <laughs> That's gonna be Blake. All right, I'm maybe, waiting. Let's see how long this delay is. Maybe we could just. <laughs> <laughs> just like make the whole podcast better if we just put these these boys over where we are <laughs> it's familiar but not too familiar but not too wait where's Travis Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time, it's time, it's time for a load. I'm talking about a load, that's right, a load of BS. The greatest show on the planet featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I'm talking about he. The B to the L-A-K-E, that's right, it's Blake Tanner. Yes, it's me, the B, and joining me is the S. You see. The, the sanctimoniously scantily clad Scotty Moore. I'm not. I mean, I'm in. A, I'm just in a t-shirt. I'm not that. I'm not that scantily clad. This you're is very. Not the, my... You're very sexy right now. You're. We're, it's we're very. Not... It's very alluring. I'm just. <laughs> I don't know, Blake. I think what the people are seeing of you right now is a little bit more <laughs> alluring. <laughs> it's well, I'm sure to some people that's very alluring. Yeah, you do look like uh, 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 like a high school production of Lord of the Rings had to yep. cast Gollum. Well, like, I am basically Andy Andy's, any Andy Circus character right now. Yeah. Half, well, firstly, we can't see you, the main actor. Secondly, you're exceptionally tired. <laughs> is the implication that Andy Circus is always tired? He's the hardest working man in show business, Blake Tanner. Of course Andy Circus is always tired. He gets home, lays down for like ten minutes, and wakes back up and is like, time to be a fucking fuck squirrel. That's all I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. <laughs> Put these well, I guess I gotta go be some kind of dark lord or some shit. Whatever. Put some white balls on my face and then make me an ape. I am Andy Serkis. I'm probably going to be in the 57th Pirates of the Caribbean movie, maybe. I may be in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's going to be fine. I'm Andy Serkis. Oh, man. So, Blake, um, can we go to the Andy Serkis when it comes in town? It's just like a bunch of guys named Andy all like dressed up as clowns. <laughs> it's, it's the Andy Serkis. It's the Andy You know, we got Andy over there. He's he's the lion tamer, and Andy Andy's gonna he's gonna wrestle a gorilla. Dude, Andy is the best fucking uh, clown I've the ever. The gorilla, seen. of Andy. course, is just another Andy in a gorilla costume. Right, right, right. So, uh, how has your week been? Because the pre-show <laughs> gave away a lot of hints of oh no. Well, this is the first week that classes have started again, so that means that Blake pulls anywhere between 12 to 14 hour days now, 
Yeah. Um, which is fun. It's always fun. It's always fucking fun to get home at ten forty-five every night, Scotty. It's fun. And you it's wake up so at six a.m. and you gotta go back yep. to that grind, son. You gotta go back to the grind. Yeah. The daily grind. grind. I feel yeah, like so. So I got contacts recently, and this is – we're going to get back to your grinding in a few minutes. But I got contacts recently, and so, like, my face changed. I'm like, oh, I don't need glasses anymore, although I am wearing my glasses tonight. And so with that change of face, I was like, well, let's kind of trim up the beard, see what will happen. And then the beard slowly just stopped happening, which is why I'm now just a beardless baby. And the problem with that is the fact that now I have, like, access to my lips – and they do some weird things. It's kind of horrifying. Dude, I look like a turtle. Know, like I've had the, the opposite as I've been growing my facial hair out because I don't. And like every time I try to do something, I just feel my mustache hair just trying to like trying to get in there, trying to get in my mouth. It's like, oh, what's this new cavity? I want to grow into it. <laughs> oh, it's. I mean, like. I also consider it a new motivation for getting healthy, because now I can just, like, show off all the chins and be like, no, I have to lose weight. I gotta get rid of this chin. This is baby chin. You can chin see how many day. chin levels you've got. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I'm on chin level two. I gotta get out of this before we go further, man. Oh, man. Oh, you don't, you don't want to get up to chin level five. Oh, um, God, chin, the, the uh, Aaron Hansen level. The 50 chin oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. So, so I need to know. You, you told me before this started that you did have a very interesting, a good story to goof about. And I'm very excited. This happened on Wednesday, and I'm not proud of what I did. But it's just very interesting what happened. Okay. Okay, so. Go on. I'm walking down campus, you know, pretty as you please. It's the first week since classes start. That means everybody and their brother who has, like, some kind of student organization is doing something on campus that I try to avoid so much. I, these people, like, you're all so much younger than I am right now. You're at different places in my life. I'm a jaded, I'm a jaded old man now. Most of you are wide-eyed and bushy-tailed young children. You're children to me. I don't <laughs> want to be part of your student activities. Are you sure we're um, going to go get some like pizza from Hungry Hours afterwards? All right, I'll ha- fuck, fucking I'll, down there. You know, that's actually fine. Uh, you know how much Hungry Hours I've eaten, kids? <laughs> I was in the trenches. With Howie. 22, and we 22 were pizzas to go into the dorm room. 22 empty boxes leave. The trash man takes the rest. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Do you know what Howie said to me the last time I saw him? Come with me. I'll show you the way. Come with me, brother. Show me the way. <laughs> um... So I'm walking. I'm walking down the the sidewalk or whatever, and I see a group of people who are like gathered together. There's some table set out in like the middle of this fucking park, and I'm like, oh, this is a thing. I'm just gonna walk past them. I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna pay any attention or anything. I'm gonna go because I'm on my way to eat some lunch because I'm so very fucking hungry right now. Right. As I'm passing by, somebody who's sitting on a bench, who's like far, kind of 
away from the rest of the group yeah. and is very obviously a plant to just talk to people and try to catch them in like their awkwardness of like I okay, you've said something to me. Either I don't respond and keep walking and look like a douchebag, or I say, "Oh, that's interesting." Wait, do you know how they got me? Well, no. I love the idea <laughs> that it's like an anti-depression thing, and so it's a bunch of kids at a table talking and having a good time, and then one kid at the end who's alone. He's just like, "Man, this life just sucks, man. Sometimes I wish I had someone to talk to." Come to our weekly meetings. It's like, what the fuck? Did you just clickbait me in real life? Yeah. Um, so, the thing that got me was, like, I just had, like, this woman was like, hey, you want a free hot dog? To which my entire mood changed at that point, because food. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Food for free, you say? Now, let me, let me, let me get up in on this gathering. Now, of Which course, I you immediately regretted. I was going to say, you as a jaded college student should know free food instantly means they're trying to trick you into something. And yes, they were. <laughs> my instincts, because my you know instincts what? weren't strong enough, boy. <laughs> I it didn't trust the, um, my gut. It was, it was the official UAB campus ministries. Oh no! So, so like they were. The do you know what they wanted changed. to give me with my hot dog? <laughs> They the wanted to give me my hot dog with some ketchup, some mustard, and a heavy slathering of Jesus. <laughs> oh, man, I bet it was weird to eat the cross-shaped hot dog. Like, those things are awkward to get your mouth around, Yeah. Dude. Like, like, I don't even want to think about how they build those things. So, Is it bad? Before I, make, before I made the joke, I did mentally go, how would you make a cross-shaped hot dog? How would you make a crucifix <laughs> hot dog? <laughs> Um, I get down to the table, and they're like, hey, you want a free hot dog, man? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Hey, we're the UAB Campus Ministries. Here, let me give you some stuff. Here, hey, you want to sign up to get some uh, fucking updates about when we're going to be doing stuff? You want to get which, some updates on this Jesus? Yeah, to which, like, that was when that was my, when my anxiety kicked in. And, like, if I say no to these people, they will see me as a heathen and burn me at the stake. Yeah, um, that's what happens. I've seen it. I autom- So, like, I automatically said, yeah, sure, no problem, dude. Just give me my hot dog, please, I want to leave. And he's like, here, let me get you signed up. Hey, by the way, what's your name? And when he asked me that, I stopped for a second. I stopped, and in the split of second, I made a decision. And when he asked, what's your name? I said, Aaron, Aaron Blake. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh my god. I also like that your anxiety couldn't commit you to fully lying. You were like, Aaron Blake. Blake is my name. Blake's yeah, my just last got name. Aaron. Aaron Blake. Um, you know, like Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Daphne Blake. Yeah, I'm that's Aaron. my mom. My mom is Daphne from Scooby-Doo. So, to which this guy had... At that point, from when I told him my name, uh-huh. he had wrote me into like a two-minute conversation of all of the stuff that the campus ministries do, mm-hmm. to which I was just, I was wanting nothing more than to get my hot dog and get out. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> on, I don't, 
on the um on the paper that he gave me and he put a pencil in my hand. I wrote down Aaron Blake. I wrote down an email address that I never use anymore that doesn't have either aspect of my name in it, so I didn't look like I was, I was fixing fucking to say, faking I'm, them out. If I remember correctly, one of your emails is in fact B Tanner One. Like that's yeah, that's my campus mail. I'm not using that for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I I wrote my phone number down, and it was six digits off from my normal phone number. Oh, I thought you meant like you wrote down like four digits. Like <laughs> if you had those six four digits, you would have nailed it. I, it I gave them that fucky number. It would have been like that party we went to where we were, wasn't it? It was me and Josh who were just like, Blake, get this girl's number. And you finally did. And we're like, hell yeah, you did it. And then the next day we're like, did you call her? And you're like, I missed one of the numbers. What? She gave me the whole fucking number and I missed one of them. If you remember correctly, I was not in a good state of mind. What makes you say that? The 50 like tequila shots you took before that party? It wasn't tequila. It was something different, probably. It was instant. It was insta death. It was perma death. <laughs> um, As a matter of fact, I think that was when I was still into like the Guinness stouts. So whenever we had a party, I would just bring like a four pack of Tall Boy Guinnesses, and I would Jesus. just drink those motherfuckers. I still distinctly remember. Oh wait, no, no, no that's right. Uh, the uh, the night we recorded the first load of BS, which I think we've done on the, we've actually listened back to on the show and how bad it was. Yep. Uh, I believe you had a water bottle that I was like, that's got vodka in it. I'm positive. And you were like, no, 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 it's fine. No, brother, don't you worry no, about bro- it. It's fine. I will show you the way. I will show and you the vodka. way. God, one of my favorite... My new it was favorite. vodka, by the way. It was nothing but, almost. <laughs> Hold on. You know my favorite part about that is the fact that we, when we listened back to it, like, we listened back to it and uh, I say, I'm almost positive that was vodka. You in current times go, no, it's water. And now you're finally like, look, the ruse is up. It's 2018. Oh, wait. Huh? It was vo- I did refill it with water before I met you. Never mind. Oh, okay. So you had already there wrecked the a- vodka. Yeah, there was a point where there was nothing. There was like half a bottle of vodka and the rest of Sprite in there. Yeah, and it was gone before I met you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So like, did you um? Were you part of the discussion? Me and uh, he was one a guy we went to college with, uh, Joseph. He had the ultimate tactic for avoiding the people who, like, came to you on campus and, like, tried to hand you pamphlets. Best tactic of all time was Now, this Joseph. is Joseph, by the way. Like, he can avoid normal people that want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, in all honesty, that is the few tactics. Anytime me and you engage in, like, weird conversations and I toss you at it and walk away, that's my Joseph tactic. That is me going... <laughs> No, I'm going to leave now. Um, But no, Joseph, his tactic was like, if we were walking and someone came up and was just like, hey, yeah, we're going to try to save the football team. Here's a pamphlet. He would just look at them and be like, yep, Jesus had a beard and then kept walking. Like he just (laughs) would throw, he would throw out some random ass sentence that made no sense and just be like, I got to go save the day or I would. And they're like, what? And then just kind of walk away. 
God, I wish I had that specific line to throw out the other day, but then I wouldn't have gotten that free hot dog. Yeah, that free like, hot Scotty, dog you, would have done it. You have no uh, idea how much motivation I gleaned from getting that free hot dog because I am so fucking broke right now. Yeah, uh, oh man, like, let me put it this way, like, I wish I walked around on campus in a superhero, like a Superman costume, with the cape rolled up behind my shirt, in like a button-up shirt, and then someone would be like, uh, yeah, yeah, would you like to help us out, sign up today? Gotta save the day, rip shirt, Superman, cape flies up, <laughs> run! <sighs> I feel like if we could redo college, we could do so much better. Um, well, Blake... Uh, the fact that you are currently redoing college, you're like, no, 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 I need three. I need three. You could probably get it on yep. the second try. Well, I'm doing all right with this one. It's just the worst interaction I've had is what just happened. So I'm, I'm doing pretty well for myself. One of my best uh, pieces of advice I ever got in college was from our buddy Sean. And he was talking mostly about the theater department, but also, like, I guess it it applies to college in whole. He just went, man, Scotty, if you're not in balls deep, you're not in. And I'm like, what? He's like, you heard me. I'm like, are you high? Maybe, but, man, if you're not balls deep, you ain't in this at all. And I'm like, Sean. Okay, Sean. Sean is always, Michael and I, we went to go see a concert last weekend and we saw Sean at the the chicken restaurant we were eating at. Oh yeah. And like he just pops up behind us. He's like, "Hey guys, what's up?" "Oh shit, hey Sean. <laughs> I'm getting balls deep this weekend, guys." "Are you are you getting what? balls deep in this hot chicken? You getting balls deep in this chick?" "And Hey, chick, <laughs> do you, you know what um balls deep is, right?" Um I I do, it, but we're recording a podcast for the public, and I don't want to discuss that. Well, well, Scotty, it's just like, okay, uh, as I say them, I want you to name them off. First base. Uh, first base is uh uh uh, uh, uh making out. Yep, French. Second For, base. Uh, second base is uh touching touching a boob, touching feel, boob. feel French feel. Third base? Uh, mouth. Mouth pleasure. Yeah, well, we'll start off a little bit simpler. Let's say finger. Fondle. Fondle, fondle. French. (laughs) French feel, fondle. And, of course, fourth base. Balls deep. No. No, you're you're getting too... Don't get ahead of me now. Um... (laughs) So, it's another F word. It's our favorite F word. Oh! F- f- fudge. <laughs> Fried chicken. Fudge. Yeah, so, yeah. French feel fondle. Fried Kentucky chicken. Kentucky hot. <laughs> National fried chicken. <laughs> fifth base. Oh, my God. My balls are in your ass. What? What? Uh, you, you guys discussed a different version of baseball than we had. I was like, ah, whatever. I didn't, because, like, I, I never really cared about that analogy. No one was ever like, you get to first base? And I was like, no, dude, I went to see a film. We went to go see Dunkirk. It was fine. It was lovely. We cried. We, we've had philosophical discussions before about what each base means to us in high school. Oh, really? 
Um, yeah, we I didn't really like evaluate it too much. Like, I guess first base for me was like making out. I guess like maybe second base was like grabbing and moving up and down. Third base was oral, and then like so third base for me was different. So for you, it was like it, it was like a dry nagging tug job. For me, I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need. Well, something no, no, else. no, no. The bases were what you performed. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. At least uh, that's the way that we we talked about them. Okay. And we're really far past that now, being in our mid twenties almost. So like, yeah. <laughs> this is this is way back in the past. Yeah, we're in the stage now where it's like, fuck, I'm not even running the bases. I'm just gonna stay I mean, at home, babe. I don't understand why I had both, to leave. We're already why. both at the point where it's like, yeah, I've been to home base. Why would you leave and home base? I don't understand. I've been around I've been around the block like I can do that again. It's mm-hmm. it's not a new like experience. Which I guess now, like as now, you're in high school and stuff, you know, you measured it by that just by the fact that like that was your new experience. Now for your friends who tried to get you a free hot dog, what do you think their bases were? Base 1 um, was definitely giving someone a free hot dog. Free hot dog. Um, all I do know is that fourth base is Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture Show, and you don't want to get fourth to fourth base with a free hot dog. Oh, okay. I thought we. I thought you meant because of the Christian connection that they were like, like third base is they finally become like an assistant priest, and then somewhere between that and fourth base, they give up the priesthood and become a cross dresser. Yeah, they they do become sweet transvestites from transsexual Transylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just what happens. I mean, that's just basic. Yeah. That's just basic math. Uh, the problem is, like, most of them don't quit the priesthood before then, so yeah. shit gets a little bit whack. Well, I was gonna say it's like free hot dog, find their name, phone them, fuck them with a sheet. <laughs> 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 what's what's that fourth one? Well, I mean, you know, that's just how the Mormons do it. You gotta fuck them through a sheet. That's what happens. <coughs> oh my god! Blake is oh. choking on the the Christian base. Well, the thing is, like, you know, if you are if you are getting to that place, like, you can't use latex. It's probably it's probably forbidden for Mormons. Is that what it they is? Forbid everything else. Yeah, you know, the latex ban because it's um. It's a, it's a dick-altering substance. I mean, it's not altering the dick. That's like saying my shirt is altering my body. No, it's it is. Just... It changes the perception. Like, I could wear a nice, like, a small t-shirt, and people are like, damn, and if that you wear, man's like, got a, a chest a... and some muscles. But I take that t-shirt off, and he's like, damn, he's got a very high body fat ratio. <laughs> Or, like, you could just wear, like, a black slimming condom, and they'll be like, wow, that's thin but lengthy. Or then you take it off, and they're like, oh, no, that's just, that's a little, that's a, that's a cheeseburger oh, dick. That's disappointing. Maybe <laughs> he's a grower. Oh, no. And you know what else is growing, Blake Tanner? Me going to take a bathroom break. Dude, okay. Hey, buy our shit.
Oh, okay. I, I was going to talk about our Patreon, but I, I guess we can also talk about buy our shit at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the only website where you can go to get your official Load of BS merchandise. I release a brand new shirt every single month over on our website. This month we have a uh, kind of Hardy Boys looking shirt, like the old books, um, to ins- basically to promote our new book, BS versus the Gods. It actually draws dropped this Monday. Uh, you guys can pick it up on Amazon for your Kindle, and in the next weeks, we're hoping to have it out on hardback and paperback and all those good things for you. So make sure, ladies and gentlemen, to pick up your merch over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and then head over to Amazon and pick up BS versus The Gods, a novel that me and Blake totally didn't write and that we're exceptionally proud of. And now I get to wait for Blake. Hello. Oh, shit. That was actually pretty damn good time, mate. <laughs> Is oh, it good. bad I forgot that the picture of you wasn't you? Because when I looked up, I was just like, all right, I got to wait on Blake. Oh, yeah, he's still there. <laughs> he's still there in his <laughs> fucked up looking jacket. He's just not talking for some reason. I wish I still had that leather jacket. It was I got that at a thrift store for like five bucks. Good leather jacket. Blake, do you know where that leather jacket is currently? What? <laughs> you gave that leather jacket to me like two years ago. I own it right now. What? <laughs> what? Hold the phone here hold on a second oh my god there it is <laughs> i found it oh yes. it's so wrinkled yeah it was actually not in my room i had to run out to my car to get it like it was in the back of my car that has been in your car probably for years now yeah um, no, no, no. Creepiest part about going to get it, though, I walk outside, and there is the most massive, fat, gray cat just staring <laughs> at me, and he is perched atop my mom's Camaro. He's just like, so he's taller than me now, and he's just like, hello, friend. Would you like to begin battle? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, cat, no, we're fine. I have no beef with you, friend. <laughs> Your friend sent me to test your wits. Your friend sent me Momoa to get his... Momoa sends his regards. Oh, I thought you meant your friend sent me to get back his jacket. Jacket. I, I will end How... you. Okay, it's probably not that interesting, and you can edit this out later or whatever. When did I give it to you? I was in your room, and you legit just was like, fucking take whatever you want. And I was like, what? And you're like, yeah, there's nothing I care about too much, so just take it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I looked around like... Oh, it was in my pile of shit clothes. (laughs) I remember now, because that was a bad... Like, as much as I love that jacket, it's not a great jacket. Yeah. I mean, it's alright. It's stylish. It's not... As far as functional, though. It is not a very functional winter wear. It's very thin. It, compared to any other leather jacket in the world, it will not help you. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's why I was... 
Like, I did not even realize it was the same jacket until you were like, I missed that jacket. I was like, wait a minute, is that? Yeah, that's the one he fucking gave me. So, like, (laughs) now for the rest of the podcast, I can just, like, join you in jacket brotherhood. (laughs) Just, like, gay. Just pull it up and over. (laughs) Just, like, I had a lot of good times in that jacket. As a matter of fact, I had a lot of, like, good pictures of me taken in that jacket, as can be evidenced by if you're watching the stream. (laughs) Or watching on YouTube, yeah. Um, Uh uh, I also (laughs) like that that sentence immediately made me feel nasty. I had some good times in that jacket. Well, gonna take this jacket off real quick. Oh, I can tell you some things about that jacket, boy. Oh, God, no, don't ASMR the audience, please. Do you want to... Do you want to know about my jacket, Tom? I'll tell you about my jacket. <laughs> Let me tell you about my jacket. I mean, it was on the floor at the... times. Hey. <laughs> In my messy no. shit room. It, well, it was a messy room, but it wasn't mine. Because <laughs> it Ladies. was yours. Oh, no. <laughs> um. So, dude... I'm starting to think I have a problem. You know, like, like two... Really? It was, like, pr- probably two or three years ago they came out with this study that was, like, cheese has this activates the same part of your brain as heroin, and it's addictive. So, wait. You're only now starting to think you have a problem I think... with cheese. I wonder what type of cheese specifically. I There's think... a specific type of cheese, ladies and gentlemen, that listen to this podcast that Scotty Moore adores above all others and would probably value above my own life. <laughs> Parmesan. That Parmesan <laughs> cheese. No, well, it's not just that. But firstly, Blake, I do think I'm addicted to cheese. I think... Jesus. Much like, like I, I think I was addicted to cigarettes. Then my body, after getting rid of it, was like, "Well, it needs something new now." Fucking slam some cheese in that cake, all it is. <laughs> because like, I'm trying my and like when I wake up, I can follow a diet. Because like, I can just be like, "All right, just go get a protein shake," and I'm fine. So I go wake up, I go have a protein shake, and then like eleven o'clock rolls around. When I'm like, okay, now about my next meal needs to go right here. What should I have? It always is fucking mac and cheese. It's never not mac and cheese. And not like pre-made that I'm reheating. This is like me every day making a gourmet mac and cheese. Or as I've come (laughs) to call it, my my nap mess. Because you just... (laughs) You numb me down on it, and all you—you you don't want to work. You don't. You're just like, oh, that was some good max. I'll be gone now, and then you just yeah. pass out. So I'm imagining you going to the nearest Whole Foods market that doesn't <laughs> exist anywhere near you. Yeah. Getting this artisanal macaroni, like. This is some good shit. This is the primo shit. And no, it's buying, actually, like, it those... is custom made. This is bespoke macaroni for just me and me alone. Jesus. And then you go to, like, the cheese aisle, and you're like, no, this this will not do. This, this pre-frozen shredded stuff. 
you go down to where they have the cheese corner in Whole Foods because they have a cheese corner in Whole Foods if you haven't been to a Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And then you you sample the newest cheeses of the week and you find you find the best thing that just melts melts perfectly into this good mac that you got. Well, hold on. The talent you need you need a good melting cheese, but then you need one that don't melt as much. Then you get the stringy pulls. Pulls. <laughs> you get it. Then you just say fuck it and get the cheddar. Actually, I have hand grated cheddar the majority of the time when I make my mac. But my dad did buy pre-shredded. I used it today. It was rather good. But here's the thing, Blake. Anyone can just make some mac, put some milk in it, add some cheese and flour, mix it up. That's fine. That's already three too many steps for me eating mac and cheese. <laughs> now, when this is where it gets bad is when I take bacon bits, toss some bacon bits in there, mix it up. Then, uh, let's see, what else do I add? I'll usually add some, like, seasonings. I'll add some garlic. I'll add some onion powder. Mix that up. And then I put it into, like, a bowl, like, a fucking, like, really nice bowl. Crushed Cheez-Its. Because my body... (laughs) My... (laughs) My body is like, oh no, there's not enough in this nap mess. It needs more cheese. You have to put more... I need some of that powdered good cheese. Now you take the fucking Cheez-Its, put that in your dirty boy slop, crush it over the top, put more cheese on that, put it in a microwave, heat it. This sounds good. It sounds good for a once a week meal, but Blake Tanner, this is my life now, is making these weird artisanal mac and cheeses. Cause it's not always Cheez-Its, sometimes it's croutons, some, I've just used oyster crackers before, and this has become my life, oh, is mac and boy. cheese experimentation. You know what? Fuck it. All the other things that I was going to buy you on your birthday, I'm going to buy you a slow cooker so you don't have to worry about this and you could just make all of your Mac one day a week. Don't, don't encourage this. Don't encourage the cheesums. Please. You know what? For Dirty Santa over Christmas, I got a mini crock pot. I'm going to give that to you. Damn it, boy. (laughs) I'm trying to fix the problem. You can set your mac and cheese in the mornings, and then when you come back from work, it's already done. (laughs) Don't, don't. Because I'm not set, like, yes, it's gotten bad. And this is the point of badness it's gotten to. I currently have sitting, so I I made a lot of mac today, to a point where even (laughs) my boisterous, boisterous gut was like, fucking, please stop. (laughs) I will do anything to have you stop what you're doing to me and so i was like okay i'll save this mac for later blake i did not save it in like a tupperware container i did not save it i didn't just like put some plastic over it no what i did was i took two plastic bags put some cheese in it molded them into balls and tomorrow i'm going to wake up and fry mac and cheese i have (laughs) i have a problem You pre-planned the fact that you were going to fry it. It's premeditation. I premeditated a mistake. In cheese court. 
I premeditated the worst mistake I could ever make. And what's bad is I went online and I did in fact Google how to recover from cheese addiction. And the internet's no help. No one on the internet's putting a pin in this and saying it's a severe problem. The cheese epidemic that's going across our country affecting young men like myself. Killing me. Slowly with cheese. Slowly. Because it's cheese. It will slowly gum you up. Okay. Have you gotten back to cardio exercise at the gym? Because that's the only thing that will save you. I, uh, I do mostly just weights. And then if Emily is there, that motherfucker will run for hours. And so I'm like, I'll just run till she finishes, which is usually like 10, maybe 20 minutes. So I will run. So that's going to be fine. But, Blake, that's no, not my that's issue. It. No, I'm coming down to Oxford three times a week. We're going to do our old core and, like, cardio regimen. Uh-huh. And it's going to whip us right back into where we need to be. Blake, the issue is cheese management. I cannot have the... And you know what's bad? Is I'll go you know, down... <laughs> I'll go it down doesn't s- matter as long as your heart manages the cheese that's in your veins. <laughs> Look, I'll say I'll go downstairs for like a midnight snack. Here's what a midnight snack is for a hu- normal human. I just get like a handful of peanuts, maybe a, a little thing of crackers. I will take a full sleeve of saltines, cover them in parmesan, and then make little mm. like this takes half a tub of parmesan. I had 3 full tubs of sargento 2 days ago. They are gone. I am a cheese mongrel. I am not a mongrel. I am destroying the cheese. How? At this point, the cheese is going to evolve to fight against you. See, here's the... Well, firstly, yes. uh, The hordes of the (laughs) cheese will come upon me, and my death will be quick and swift. But, um, here's the thing that, uh, it's just... I've immediately forgotten what I was going to say. The cheese is gotten to because my because your death won't be quick. It will be because of a slow heart attack at 40. From the cheese. The cheese is going From to... the cheese. The cheese will punch you in the heart. He's <laughs> like, do you remember me? I was mozzarella. And I will end you. Like, please, cheese, oh. no. Man, okay, so here's what we're... I'm reading a book right now. It's called The 4-Hour Body by Timothy Ferris, a very good author. And he is talking about... uh, He talks about 20 pounds. And not losing 20 pounds of weight. He says, essentially, you can either gain 20 pounds of muscle or lose 20 pounds of fat. Either way, it's going to make a very big change in yourself. Blake Tanner, I'm throwing down the 20-pound challenge to both of us. Either, like, and you can go in between. Lose 10 in fat, gain 10 in muscle, like, whatever. First to 20 has to uh, buy the other one a giant vat of mac and cheese. (laughs) So you can continue being the loser. So, (laughs) no, no, no. What would be a good forfeit? A good forfeit for this. Because now I'm down with it. I'm down with it. Because I feel like I need okay. competition or else I will I won't I won't stick to this. True. 
Okay, reread the challenge to me again. Okay, you either can gain 20 pounds of muscle, lose 20 pounds of fat, or anything in between. So, like, lose 10 pounds of fat and gain 10 pounds of muscle. It's just a 20-pound net change. Do you know what would happen if I went down 20 pounds without, like, gaining muscle, without it being muscle? Welcome to why I, instead of saying... I would would disappear. (laughs) You would be, you would become a Paper Mario. You would be able to turn to the side and no one would be able to see you. Which is why I was like, I like this approach better because then you're gaining muscle or losing mm-hmm. fat as opposed to Blake, who if he lost 20 pounds of anything, would actually disappear in an instant. That would actually be lower than Twig Blake. Oh, Do you God. remember Twig Blake? Twig Blake who, was sad. Was that when like, I first that was, met you? Well, that was me for the entirety of my life until we started going to the gym yeah. in 2014. And I remember for a while, and it was before we were like, I feel like the gym is really what developed the BS. Because before then, we were we were friends. But we were not the best friends of the, yeah. uh, the five-time best friend champions of the world that we are right now. That's uh, really sad because we didn't start going to the gym until our senior year of college. Oh, yeah. I, uh, before that, I think the only, like, super bonding moment we had was, I think, w- at one point we watched Hot Rod and fell asleep together on a couch. Well, there was that time we watched Pulp Fiction and fell asleep together. We've Okay, hold on. Now, <laughs> once is cute, two times is becoming a trend of, they fall asleep in a lot of places, don't they? There was a, There was another person in between us at that point, so... Okay, that's fine. That's that's a little bit less bad. I mean, one of my favorite things that's ever been said about us was one of our old teachers, Cliff. He, uh, at one point, because, like, I'm a lazy motherfucker. And during his class, I could easily have leaned back in my chair, but I could only lean back so much. And I was like, if I turn this way, I can just lean on Blake and get to, like, 60 degrees. I could be practically laying down. And instead of being like, could you get the fuck up and pay attention? Cliff was like, I really like that. I like that you two are so, like, secure in your friendship that you can just kind of cuddle in the middle of my class. And I was like, I know, right? We're great friends. And you're behind me like, get the fuck off me. I was fully indifferent to that. (laughs) This is is interfering with my own comfort in class. Cliff, please make him stop. (laughs) Cliff, of course, though. (laughs) I love Cliff. He had to de- he had to deal with being um being openly gay in Alabama, so I don't blame Cliff at all. He was just like, "That's very I I love him. You two love each other so much. You're such close friends." You're like, "Get him the fuck off me!" <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do, but still, <laughs> yeah, we're really close. Also, this motherfucker heavy as shit. Get him off me, Cliff. But hold on. Let me put it this way: like, I I do feel your pain. Because I, like, my, 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 my girly friends, my lady friends throughout history, they'll lay on you because that's what they're known to do. And it's supposed to be that way. With them, at like 100 pounds, I'm like, get off me. I'm done with this, please. I can't. I'm so sorry. Your type is people that actually want to touch you. Oh, it's Blake's like, my type are people in Antarctica. What? I want to fuck penguins. Blake, this is a weird change. 
it's weird though like all of the people like that I've dated in my life or for the m- most part are very like touch me not people touch me not like like in intimate situations when it's just the two of us it's fine but as, if there's a third person in the room I can it's like I have a restraining order that's weird I've never I've never seen like I've always enjoyed, like, PDA and stuff. I understand people who are like, ah, not PDA. Like, uh, I've had girlfriends who are super PDA, like, PDA. They're like, we'll make out in the parking lot. And I'm like, we're not in a car. We're not in a car and I'm 25 years old. They're like, no, we can just go. It's fine. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah, no, that's never, never. You've only been 25 for three days, Scotty. I guess that kind of narrows it down who it is. (laughs) Love you, baby. Anyways. But seriously, we were talking about cheese. (laughs) Welcome to a load of BS, ladies and gentlemen. The show where we can go from cheese to loving in 0.5 seconds. Oh. Oh, the cheese. The cheese. Have we been going long enough? Do you know what else we go from 0.5? Nothing to a bunch in. Are you trying to? Are you trying to do your own Patreon plug right now? <laughs> I don't know. What did you do the other plug with? The other. <laughs> You're like, please stop! I just want to get off of this. I re- I actually really want to get to our third segment though. So okay, wait. If that tells you anything, I yes, I'm very excited. So everyone, stay tuned for that. But we do need a forfeit. We need a forfeit for our. Uh, I'm going to say three-month, 20-pound challenge. Okay, it's January right now. It's January 12th when we're recording this. Yes. So April it will be... April 12th. We uh, have to April, see how... April 12th, yes. Okay. We we need a good forfeit. We need a good, a oh, good sexy God. boy forfeit. Good bet. I mean, what's bad is I'm instantly going to, like, Blake has to, like, you'd have to eat a very hot pepper during, like, segment three of BS or something. No, no, I would like to say, your immediate thing is go to, okay, so Blake has to do this. I'm sorry! I have confidence in myself, I'm sorry. If it... If it gets to this point, if you if it gets to this much confidence, I'm gonna stop drinking right now, and I'm going to automatically win. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. what's bad is you do have the advantage of the fact that I am going to Disney World next week, and I <laughs> am gonna go hog wild those few days. Like, this is going to actually be like. Oh, my normal 20 minutes of cardio is going to be 40 minutes. Yeah. Five uh, days a week. Okay. What? So, five, okay. Okay, okay so, so here... Okay, Dwayne. You have to be like, <laughs> I wake up every morning. Clanging and banging. Clanging and banging. I'm going to eat nothing but fucking cod until April. <laughs> Okay, oh. okay. Which I know you can't do because you hate fish, you son of a bitch. I've got you. I'll, no, I don't care. I'll, I'll wreck into them chicken breasts. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. All right, let's come up with this bet. What have we got? Okay, here are nine good punishments for losing a bet. Okay. One, drink a gallon of milk. Nope. Nope. Number 
Oh god, number two, get a haircut from the winner. No. Mm, I was gonna no. say, I would let you shave something into the back of my head. When you said, I, I thought you were gonna like, I would let you shave something. <laughs> you can shave your initials into my dick hair, Blake, <laughs> go! Um, number three, be the winner's personal butler for a day. No weird sex stuff. Is that on there? No weird sex stuff? <laughs> um, number four, Chinese burn till tears. What? Are you on a BDSM website? No, I'm on fucking Quora. Oh my god, okay. Number five, eat a spoonful of cinnamon. Number six, snort salt up your nose. Okay. Oh no. Number seven, Eat a bag full of sugarless Haribo gummy bears. Down with it. I'm down with that one. I'm down with that one. Although I'm fairly sure those cost like $500 a bag. Probably. Like, I don't know if you can get them anymore. Okay, hold on. Number eight. Forfeit a favorite item of clothing or collectible to be destroyed. I've already fucking done that to yeah, you tonight, you apparently. For- <laughs> you have forfeited a good piece of... Should it just be for the jacket? The weight loss challenge for the jacket of justice. <laughs> the jacket of justice. Okay, let's it is do called it. jacket off. That's it. That's the name. <laughs> Our weight loss series, jacket off. You gotta jack that weight off. Fuck. Winner gets a jacket. Okay. So tomorrow morning, we're gonna both post our um our normal weights to each other. I think normal weight, I kind of also think we need to do, like, body measurements, because that's going to help us determine, like, fat ratios and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, that, okay, the jacket off challenge. You, winner keeps the jacket, or gets the jacket, and also, the loser has to buy drinks for the winner for a full, like, night. Okay. Like a full part. Okay. Jacket off, Blake Tanner. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. I got to do measurements in the morning, and that's going to be depressing. I mean, I don't have anything to do measurements with, so. Uh, Should we just. We'll just go officially on Monday. I'm fine with that. All right. Okay, officially on Monday. All right. And you know what else is official, Blake Tanner? Well, it's another bathroom break time, so yeah. <laughs> Our official Patreon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You can always support hey, us. we've got three patrons now. It's amazing. I know. We, well, oh, yeah, uh, last night, uh, Miss Jenny side donated and $5. I'm very proud. I'm so happy. I'm so excited that we have more people <laughs> joining the Patreon crew. We have some amazing people. We got people like, uh, of course, Alvis Edgehart, who's donated. We have Miss Jenny Side, a recent donator. Uh, Scott Moore, my father. The Patreon saint herself, Deborah A. Moore. All yep. the fantastic people. They're donating. Still waiting for you, Frank. Don't be salty about Frank. Frank really wants to donate, but poor boy. Oh, <laughs> He's just if, a poor Frank, boy. He has Frank, no if money. you are a poor boy, it's okay. You can still listen to us and enjoy us, and we will enjoy you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Our salty, salty boy. (laughs) That's right. Uh, And just make sure to join all the wonderful people over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Actually, I've started a new thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn it, Shadow. 
I'm sorry. Sidebar, Shadow, this guy, he's got it. The Shadow got that troll scale. Um, yeah, I'm starting <laughs> a new thing where, like, all of our patrons were getting together. Like, last night, me and Alvis played The Forest, like, back and forth, and, like, uh, we did it over Discord. So, like, that's what all of our... That's what our uh, Patreon's now all about, is playing a bunch of different people. Oh, the Shadow, don't worry, we are fucking broke as well. It's perfectly fine, my dude. And I'm broke because (laughs) I... Before the show, me and Blake uh, went on a little, just like, Google... We Googled ourselves, we Googled ourselves really hard. And you know what, if you you donate a dollar to the Patreon, you get access to all of our rev-up content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, You can see all of that. Yeah. You can play with Scotty, Shadow. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, fucking pat- patrons do. Patrons are uh, the only oh, ones to yeah. play, but it's okay. Um, but you can, of course, just hang out, Shadow. You're a fantastic person. But, Blake, See? here's the thing. Blake, when I wrote BS, or when we, we, we definitely didn't write it, uh, Bartleby Jones wrote it, but the book BS versus the Gods featuring Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore, I was sure that this was your f- debut appearance in a novel, Blake. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, but apparently That's a great not. Way to start this off. Uh, but apparently not, because uh, fucking. Uh, thank you for the sh- uh, follow, Shadow. Apparently, there is a novel out. Actually, I don't know if we can call it a novel because it's like twenty six pages called "Vanished from the Files of Blake Tanner." Well. I, this is the this is this is the thing, Scotty. I didn't want to talk about this part of my life. Uh huh. You know, since it's now out in the open, I guess we're gonna have to like we're gonna have to go through the tales. Okay, cool. Well, let's. Uh, would we like to read it? Because I my Kindle Fire does in fact say it would only take the length of this segment to read this entire book. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> All right, vanished. Chapter one. I snaked my arm out. Can from I, under the... can we just say that the um hold on really quick? Yeah. The the art for this thing on the on Goodreads uh-huh. looks like it should be an iTunes song. Like not a good one either. Like a really bad iTunes. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm proud of our book now. I'm like, holy shit, our <laughs> our our cover is fantastic yeah. compared to what it has been. Thank goodness to Bartleby Jones. Yeah, Bartleby Jones is a fantastic person. Uh, meanwhile, Salty Frank says he just did a Patreon. <laughs> um, so, chapter one. I snaked my arm out from under the covers and slapped the top of the buzzing clock. I just used up the last of my self-imposed quotas of hitting the snooze alarm. Fucking, that's not okay. Uh, I poked my head out from under the blanket and looked into the hard stare of Max, my Rottweiler, sitting next to the bed. All right, what should this guy's voice be, Blake? Um, well, you know. All right, I got this. Five more minutes. You've got this much better than I do. Five more minutes, Max, I said and threw the blanket back over my head. No sooner had my head disappeared than the blanket flew off the bed, clamped in the jaws of the big rot. The big rot! Not rot Oh, I didn't know they talked about the big rot in this. Damn. Got that big rot! Also, I didn't sal- want you guys to know about the big rot. The big rot. Also, Salty Th- Frank donating on Patreon. Thank you for becoming a patron, buddy. This uh, is your first official shout-out. Yeah, yeah, Salty Frank! Uh, as he disappeared through the bedroom door. 
Max! I smiled when I got a loud baritone reply from somewhere in the house. The strong aroma of fresh coffee persuaded me to swing out from under the sheet. I sat for a moment on the edge of the bed before getting up and slipping into the robe that lay on the chair next to the dresser. Max sat on the blanket near the back door staring at me when I shuffled into the kitchen. Subfred you are, I said. I poured the steaming black liquid into the white coffee mug in what <laughs> is quite possibly the worst description of all time on pouring coffee and carried Ooh. it to the back door where Max sat squirming and looked up at me in, in anticipation. I barely unlocked and opened the door before he bolted outside to go through his morning ritual of flushing the rabbit from under the lilac bush, chasing it across the yard, then crashing head on into the chain link. And then bit. killing it. And then killing it. Uh, you'd think sooner or later Max would figure out he's too big to go through the fence. I stood at the back door and sipped my coffee until Max finally concluded the ritual by lifting his leg on the fence. He's just talking about his dog pissing. Uh, he came back this charging- This dog pisses every morning the same way. He came charging back to the house, nearly knocking me over as he squeezed between the door jam and me. I closed and locked the door and then turned back into the kitchen and put- Where's Blake Tanner? Blake? Blake? <laughs> what? I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. I hit the door opener, went down the garage steps, stepped around the jalopy, and removed the cover from my new 1978 midnight blue Ford Thunderbird. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, hey, that's me. That's me. I'm a Thunderbird. This is Blake that's still- Okay, what? I turned the T-Bird oh into my. the entrance of the parking garage and flashed my pass. Morning, Mr. Tanner, said Nate Snow. What? Okay, I need to take a moment. Uh, what? So the character named Blake Tanner has a fucking Thunderbird? I swear to God if he's in Canada right now. This is Buck Wild. And if he's a cat, this is the gospel. This is the gospel. I drove up the ramp to the second level and settled the T-Bird into my assigned space near the stairwell. I lifted the cover from the trunk, slid it gently over my pride and joy, and made my way down the stairs and across the street level of the parking garage. Oh, uh, Salty Frank, no, we don't own a Thunderbird. However, one of our favorite reoccurring characters, Blake, would you like to introduce him? Yeah, I'm Detective T. Thunderbird. Yeah. Uh, right. uh, Although my dad did have a Thunderbird for all of two weeks when he was young, and he destroyed it. Brought the good morning, brought the good call this morning, eh, Mr. Tanner? <laughs> Shouted Nate from the window of his booth. Needed to give her some oh, air. no. I shouted back and waved as I left the garage. I walked, uh, I saw a break in traffic. Jay walked across the street and stepped up on the curb in front of the curb in front of the First National Bank. I reached into my pants pocket and peeled off a couple of George Washingtons from my thin wad of folded money and dropped them in the hat of the old guy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Fucking oh, Blake. You're... I wish I had this Blake's life. Yeah, just taking a couple George Washingtons off this thin wide of folded money. Now, there's been talk that this guy didn't need the money. He's ri this is you, by the way. 
He is giving all. He's giving homeless people money. He's got a Thunderbird. Uh, I, if he's I'm gonna, gonna send need him, to like write, uh, I need to do a copyright claim this, now, because this is me. Now there's been a talk that this guy didn't need the money, whether he needs it or not. But whether he needs it or not, if he's gonna sit all day on that hot pavement, I'm gonna give him a couple of bucks just for the effort. He tipped his baseball cap at me, and I opened the bank's glass doors and stepped into the outer lobby. Howdy, Mr. Tanner, said Sadie Hickson from her customary seat on the padded stool in the elevator. What yep. the f- what? This is just- okay, hold on. Oh my god- okay, skipping- skipping ahead. Uh, my footsteps echoed down the hall, and I nodded to the cute blonde just before I opened the frosted glass doors with the arced black letters declaring, Tanner Investigations. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that's the worst name for <laughs> my private investigative service. Would you not be a BI, the Blake investigator? Exactly. I mean, I would be Blake Tanner Esquire investigator. I'm not a lawyer, but still. Yeah. Uh, I'm skipping ahead to chapter two. <laughs> VIP parking lot was located across from the front gate of the ballpark. What the fuck? Uh. Oh, apparently somebody sent you... I'm just going to scan through this. Apparently somebody sent you some tickets to the Lake City Stallions game with a VIP parking pass. Uh, you go to the game, um, and then... Oh my god, wait! You were a cop! After I was done feeling sorry for myself, I became a cop, which is what I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, of course I was a cop. Do you know what you're talking about? Oh shit, okay, hold on. Blake were... Danner. So apparently you were a baseball player, then you became a cop. Uh, I found out I could have just as much fun and make a heck of a lot more money chasing fly balls, but a couple of years of you can't do it this way or you can't do it that way, I said heck with it and got my PI ticket. I wasn't getting rich, but I was making a living and doing it my way. <laughs> it's easier to become a private investigator than a professional baseball player. <laughs> Uh, let's see, you guys are definitely still... Okay, here we go, you guys are just kind of watching the game. During the middle of the fifth inning, a hulking goon wearing a dark suit and dark glasses came down the aisle steps and stopped next to our box. You Blake Tanner, he said. Maybe. Who wants to know, I said. Look, pal, we ain't playing 20 questions here. Are you Blake Tanner or not? Yeah, I'm Tanner. I said, knowing I'd have to play along if I wanted to find out who sent the tickets. Good. Follow me. And then, looks like they take you into uh, some creepy skybox. Blake mm -hmm. Tanner, I presume. He said. Oh, eggs. no. <laughs> you it's Vladimir Putin. <laughs> you presume right, I said, engaging our host in a surprisingly firm handshake. And who might this lovely creature be? He said, immediately turning his attention towards Mandy. Mandy is uh, some blonde that comes with you. <laughs> um, he's like, he's the Bond girl of this. Yeah, exactly. Particular story. The old bird was smooth and had a way with the women. He had Mandy in the palm of his hand. I am Malcolm McDonald, he said. <laughs> the least oh, no. Russian name. I... <laughs> I am a spy. Yes, thank you. I'm glad you decided to come. Sit down. Uh, you guys sit down. It's her first game. Baseball does bring out child in all of us, doesn't it? Said McDonald with a smile. <laughs> He's would, very sexy. Would you like a drink, Mr. Tanner? Duh. <laughs> Hold on. 
<laughs> what do you think your uh, drink of choice is? Oh, please tell me it's a whiskey sour or an old-fashioned. It's a Jack Black on the rocks. I don't, I assume... Holy shit. So he gives you a pile of stones, and then atop it is just this goateed motherfucker like, What's up, dude? Let's have a little drink together. Skitty bow! Let's get a little flick-a-doo. Get a little flick-a-doo. Hold on, Jack Black cocktail. That's gotta have Jack Daniels in it. You know it does. Of course it does. It's uh, it's Jack Daniels coffee liqueur and Coca Cola. That sounds really it's, so. Basically, Jack Kahlua and Coke. That sounds really fucking that... good, actually. It does. Now, uh, after all of this, he quickly goes to. Now, shall we cut to the chase? I would like to hire you to find the people responsible for the murder of my son, Jason. What makes you think it was murder? My son had political ambitions, Mr. Tanner, that had a few people feeling uncomfortable. He left late for a bus- <laughs> he left late for a business trip and told me he would be spending the night in Hadley and would go on to his meeting the next morning. He never arrived for his meeting and it seems no one in Hadley recall ever seeing him. The only motel in town has no record of him ever being there. What would you call it, Mr. Tanner? And then he fucking just pulls out of his suit coat $5,000, Mr. Tanner. A retainer for your services. There's 10000 oh, more shit. when you bring me the name or names of my son's killers. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, and then you reach for the money and he smacks your hand away like you were a wee babe. The names come to me and only me. I'll deal with them myself. Is that understood? Whatever you say, Mr. McDonald. Yeah, since, gotcha. Since Mr. We, McD, no since, problem. Since we since we have a working agreement, I think we can dispense with the formalities, Blake. Uh, it's gotta hey, get. Hey, hold on. <laughs> don't call me Blake. <laughs> it's gotta get rough when I start pulling skeletons from their closets. Is that the problem? That's what I do my best work. And then <laughs> let's see, anything cool? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's just all, like, it's not even that, oh my god. Okay, oh, no. I've gone to the next chapter, I think, and uh, I, and then I've skipped past some just boring shit. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I parked my heap in the ho- city lot, and we hurried across the street to the flashing green neon shamrock marking Irish Jimmy's Sa- Shamrock Lounge. I swear to God, if there's a character named Scotty in the Irish pub, I'm gonna fucking sue this guy. We're gonna take oh. him down. Uh, Jimmy O'Donnell Please. was a Lake City boxing la- legend. He nearly pulled off the biggest upset in boxing history when he knocked the champ down twice but lost in a split decision. Hey, can oh. we Hey, can we get some service here? I shouted, slapping my hand down on the bar as we slid onto the bar stools. Uh, Jimmy looked over. Hiya, gorgeous! He said to Manti, putting two green shamrock coasters on the bar. No. You still hanging around with this palooka? He's definitely Conor McGregor in my head at this point, by the way. Uh, Jimmy always gave the impression he'd hung around the ring one punch too many. I have to, Jimmy. If he if I didn't, he wouldn't have any friends, replied Mandy, smiling back at the old prize fighter. You got a winner here, Blake, me boy! 
said Jimmy, pointing a <laughs> finger at Manny. You better hang on to her. <laughs> it uh, pours out a beer, and then some random... Oh, uh, what the fuck? Who is Pete Neely? I guess he's someone from something else, but uh, he's also <laughs> Alex Jones. I'll have a draft. Oh, no. I'll have a draft, champ, and put it on Blake's tab. He can afford it. He's got a thin wad of cash. I picked up the envelope. That's me. <laughs> That's me. Pick up envelope. Slit. Oh, he gave you an envelope. Slit out the contents. Remember, I get first crack at anything new you find out. After Malcolm McDonald, I said. Um... Article said Jason McDonald never arrived at his destination. Artie Brown, the lead investigator, followed a lead to the town of Hadley, but the town sheriff denied uncovering any evidence that young McDonald was ever in his town. The rest of the article listed Jason's accomplishments and ambitions. I slid the contents back into the envelope and picked up my mug of beer. Pete looked up at his watch. Blank! Do I get lunch now? <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, of course you did. <laughs> Enjoy your mu- lunch, you motherfucker. The more and more I listen to this, the more and more I realize that this is the tale of my my actual father, Blake Tanner Sr. <laughs> Hold on, let's Who's... just go to the end, and he's just Mandy's just like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I oh. think, I don't know how the audience is enjoying it, but it certainly is. A novel you would find on Kindle for 99 cents. What's it called again, Scotty? Tell the people. It is, in fact, known as... Oh, shit. It's already gone. (laughs) It is, in fact, known as Vanished from the Files of Blake Tanner. But Blake... It's 99 cents. Oh, shit. It was 96 pages. But, ladies and gentlemen, if you want some more bang for your buck when it comes to the Kindle... If you want a better book, pick up BS vs. the Gods, a novel where me and Blake get into even better shenanigans than shenanigans that I realize halfway through aren't going to be that funny, and I have to skip around for funny shit. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Oh, man. I mean, it was good, though. It got us at 20 minutes. I mean, once the Thunderbird thing happened, I was like... Holy shit, that's weird. That's fucking. I creepy. feel like we could, we could continue this series of Blake Tanner investigates in a better way. I believe we already have in the form of the Thunderbird investigations. We need to bring Thunderbird back. You know what? I'll 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 go searching, and next week I think Thunderbird will be coming back. I'm excited. Thunderbird will be Thunderbird's gonna be back, baby. After so many years. Hey, T-Bird's gonna bring the fire, bring the pain, bring the willingness to burn. Oh, no, Salty Frank has actually already spoiled the ending of this book. He goes, at the end of the book, Jimmy saves Blake, and Blake will say, Who are you? And then Jimmy looks back and pulls off a very realistic face mask. (laughs) The name's Moore. Scotty Moore. And that's how we met. (laughs) This is actually a prequel. A prequel to BS vs. the Gods. So, uh, Blake Tanner, what did you learn this week? Oh, fuck. I learned that... <laughs> I learned that I own a really, really friggin' sweet Thunderbird. <laughs> and I sound like Patrick Warburton. 
And I learned never take a Christian wiener just because it's free. <laughs> oh, man. So, Blake, where can they find you? On the internet. Uh, on the intranet, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. And at Blake A. Tanner on Instagram. I do more stuff on Instagram than Twitter. Yeah. And you can also find me on the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. That's Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A. I, I attempted a lot of great video games. I attempted to do sign language to vidya, but I don't, I don't know sign language, so I just started doing weird shapes with my hands. <laughs> At this point, promoting the dark room is just promoting and helping my friends. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Uh, and of course, you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S C O T T Y E M O. Make sure to buy my books on Amazon. There's Quezel Corp, uh, Quezel Corp Risen. I am actually starting work on Quezel Corp, um, Quezel Corp Revelations next week. I'm super excited <laughs> on that. And of course, the brand new book BS mm-hmm. versus the Gods, which was totally not written by Blake and me. No, nope. was to- once once we make five hundred dollars off of it. Scotty has to legally send that to me, so let's do it, guys. <laughs> let's do that, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, make sure if you are watching on iTunes or listening on iTunes or watching on YouTube, however you're enjoying your BS this fine evening, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to rate, subscribe, comment, do all of that fantastic stuff. And of course, join the Patreon crew. Do we need a Patreon like do we need a name for our crew? Cause I did think of the Scotty Squad. And we all have those Squirtle Squad sunglasses. Oh, because, like, I really just like the the BS kids. The BS the, the BS boys? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter who or what you identify yourself as. If you support the BS, you're a BS boy. You're a BS boy, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, yeah, go on to Patreon, donate, be a BS boy like Salty Frank is, a BS boy like Jenny Side is, like all your favorites are. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at a load of pure BS. Dot com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon. Find us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. And remember, you can find both of us on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes. And we will see you next week. <laughs>